Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me once again right here at this table is my sidekick. Uh, uh, Dr. Heisenberg, hi. Yeah. Alright, still working on still working on that theme song. Alright. Yeah, no. As you probably know by now, we take uh, topics suggested by you, the listeners. We choose one at random, and we have an informed educational discussion about it. Hi, listeners. What's it going to be this week? Uh-oh. Let's oh find goodness. out. Let's, oh, the suspense. Let's not even, let's not even waste time with man. bears? Let's, it better not be bears, man. I'm scared of Anyway, we're okay. going to roll some dice, and we're going to find out. It's a 18, 18, 21. 21, okay. 21 is <gasps> Bits of Wire versus Your Love Life or Lack Thereof. Huh. Suggested by uh, uh. veteran topic suggester Ashley in Pittsburgh. Thank you, Ashley. I love this topic. This Bits. is awesome talk. I'm excited to be a part of this topic. Bits of wire versus your love life or lack thereof. I cannot make heads or tails of that. I have no idea what it means. It's like an adventure. I, I think it's two topics. No. No, it says it doesn't say bits of wire, comma, semicolon, or your love life or lack thereof. It's, it's versus. I think perhaps, uh, if I may, you know, analyze our, our topic suggester here. Yeah. Perhaps she began writing bits of wire versus something that would go with it, you know, and then decided, no, 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 I think bits of wire is a strong enough topic on its own, erased the second half, forgot to erase the verses, typed in a second topic to go with it just because, because bits of wire, I, I can't imagine how they are opposed to my love life or lack thereof. Well, in fact, they are. In fact, whether I have a love life or not at any given moment, those two things are already in opposition to each other. Are bits of wire just naturally contradictory to that? To whatever state it is in, the topic submitter's intentions are irrelevant because the tweet we got was bits of wire versus your love life or lack thereof, and we wrote that down on the list, and that is today's topic. Whether or not that was the intention. When I put that on Therefore, the list, bits of wire and your love life, or lack of a love life, are in competition. Struggle. When I put that on the list, I thought maybe we wouldn't get to it till later. Well. It's later, fuck. Yeah, no, it's, you have to obey the dice. It's dice time. Alright, 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 fine. Bits of wire versus my love life, or lack thereof, or your love life, or lack thereof, or anyone's, really. I Yeah. It could be some sort of, you know, universal thing. I don't have right. any idea. I'm single. Um, as, as am I. Are you? I don't have much going on right now. I have not been on a date in a while, so, you know, that's... Uh, that'd be more of a lack thereof, I suppose. Uh, and Bits of Wire are opposed to that. Bits of Wire want to get you laid. Explain. Because it's uh, versus your lack of a love life. Bits of Wire are trying to uh, change that state of things. Now, that's an interesting... Uh, little proposition you just stumbled upon. Bits of wire are in competition, but your own current romantic status define what the bits of wire are in competition with. If you have an active love life, the bits of wire want to fuck with it. Whereas, if you are lacking romance, the bits of wire want to help you. The bits of wire are, are you seem to be suggesting, are actively working against whatever you happen to be at the moment. They're like in a constant state of adversarialness. 
Like, you're saying bits of wire are some sort of cosmic opponent. I'm not saying that. I'm not proposing that as a serious theory. I'm just trying to extract meaning from this topic. Oh, fair enough. Fair and enough. that is the first bit of meaning I can extract from it. Oh, okay. It's, uh, yeah. I, I can only... I, I mean, there must be some kind of subtext, because the text doesn't make a bit of sense. <laughs> huh. yeah. hmm. Well, I have to interrupt the show right now, because uh, we're five minutes in, and that means it's time to... Uh, to uh, talk about our sponsor of oh this week's God. episode. Oh, thank God, something that I understand. It's, okay. uh, yeah. yeah. Um, we, have a, we have a brand new sponsor on the show this week. We do, we do. We, have, we are sponsored this week by uh, Blumpkin the Clown of Beauregard County, Georgia. Blumpkin the Clown. Um, if you haven't seen his commercials, uh, we link to his newest YouTube commercial on, uh, on thebeak.org. Go yeah, check it out. There. It's... Uh, it's He's, uh... Something to see, all right? Yeah, you know, he entertains... He's a clown. He entertains parties and stays like Uncle Magic, you know. His rates are quite reasonable. Yeah, yeah, $15, I think. That's what he said. Do yeah. you have $15? I don't, but if I did, you know, I'd get it to yeah. him and have him entertained. Blumpkin did tell me that um, sometimes he has to charge extra for bus tickets. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean... You know... But he'll do, he'll do his show anywhere. Yeah, I think right. Is yeah. what he told us. Yeah, yeah, he'll do it anywhere if you pay for his bus ticket. Yeah, I mean it's not a it's not a great endorsement. I mean he basically gave us about twenty bucks and like a balloon with an ear drawn on it. Yeah, uh, I I really have not found a good place to put that yet. But I don't I don't feel right popping it. I wanted to mount it on the wall, but I realized putting a nail through it would detract from its. Balloonness. Yeah, it's a it's, it's, a, it's a conundrum. It's a tricky position he's put us in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think by you know like episode fifty, we'll be charging like a thousand bucks for a thirty second spot. Oh hell with that, man. We can we can charge whatever we want. By episode fifty, Mountain Dew will come to us and say, "We'll give you however much money you want. Just please talk about Mountain Dew on your program." And I'll say to them, "Well, I hate Mountain Dew," and they'll say, "That's perfect." That's just the kind of buzz we need. We want to get people talking again. We want to, we want to uh, incite discussion of right, Mountain Dew as a lifestyle get, brand. Get Mountain Dew kind of back up on its... Um, horse. No, not horse. Like, oh. just into the public consciousness. You know, get it a, make it a Mountain Dew a trending topic. I, I like the horse thing better. Horse? What, what's... Mountain Dew have to do with horses. I don't know, but look, this week we are sponsored by Blumpkin the Clown. Yeah. Next week, probably uh, horses. Horses. Yeah. Uh, or horse-themed beverages. I and mean, I think we'd be willing to take about any kind of sponsor at this point. Yeah, you know. but I do, I well, if we must, yeah, but I do have a strong preference for horse-themed beverages. <laughs> uh, like Budweiser? Kind of funny. The Clydesdale thing? Like, is that what no, you mean? No, no, no. What is the... No, the, the horses in the Budweiser ads are just tacked on. They just put them in the commercial. There's not even a horse on the can. I mean, when, uh, when, when Spuds McKenzie was endorsing Budweiser, was it a dog-themed beverage? No, it was just crappy beer. I think that was Bud Light. Well, that's crappier beer. Yeah, it okay. Make, it doesn't make it, it doesn't make it okay. You don't you didn't look at a Bud Light in those days and think to yourself, this is that dog beer. You don't look at a Budweiser in the late '90s and say this is that that annoying frog beer, you know. So, right, but there's no such thing as horse beer because horses drink water. You'd have to have like a, like a brand of no, bottled water, it's, like it's Poland not, Spring for horses. Okay, one they would call it Poland Spring Horse okay. or Horse Two O. 
and, <laughs> That's pretty uh, good. And okay. And beyond that, Horse it's, it's not even about that. Horse Two O. Okay, that okay. is a fine product in its own right. But I'm not talking beverages for horses. Mm-hmm. I'm talking beverages with strong horse theming in their packaging and so forth. Oh, horse okay. on the can. You could do a little jingle like Horse Two O. Horse two o, put it in your horse. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, like yeah. a horse jingle. But again, again, oh. these are not beverages you give to the horse. Okay, these are just beverages with strong horse themed branding. Has there ever been like uh, kid cereal or anything with like a horse mascot? And I can't really think of one. I can't really think of one either. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can think about a lot of creatures. Did Captain Crunch ever like ride a horse? No, he has a boat. You don't take horses onto ships. Well, no, you don't take horses. But I mean, if he ever has to come ashore to, I don't know. I I assume he comes to shore to, to plunder and name one pirate that rides a horse. Well, not full I time, mean, <coughs> but I'm saying if you're no, a pirate, like ever you've come ashore, you're cutting shit up. Uh oh, here come the sea cops. You'd have to steal one. You, you you would be not at all above stealing a horse. I think Captain Crunch would probably ride a seahorse. Like a big cartoony seahorse that with a saddle on it. That's no good on land. No, Captain Crunch is in a boat. It's, <laughs> a, it's a nautical themed cereal. Yes, but if he ever needs to come ashore uh-huh. to find men for his ships or buy some rum or whatever it is he comes aboard or comes ashore for, uh-huh. and then needs to beat a hasty retreat back to his boat, you think a seahorse is just going to flop around. So you think Unless he can fly, which I'm not going to put past him because he is a—he's a magical man. He is he, a magical man. He probably flies with the power of Crunch or something. Exactly. I mean, he does indeed possess the power of Crunch. His mere presence can make things crunchy. Can banish the Saudis. Yes. It's, yeah. All right. Well, then <clears throat> there's the answer to your question. If he can fly with the power of Crunch, then he doesn't need a horse. Boom. Why? Why must you always piss on my daisies? Uh, something to do. You know what? No, <laughs> no. We have wandered. We have wandered too far afield. We have. Uh, I agree. We have gone right. all right. on this tangent You're about zombies <laughs> and flying seahorses. What? And it's uh, stupid. It's off the. It's off topic. It's uh, yeah. It is completely no. off topic. You're right. You're when right. we should be getting back to what matters. I agree. Which is horses and horse themed beverages. What? No, 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 no. This week's topic is is bits of wire versus your love life or lack thereof. I'm but aware of that. Ashley, friend of the show, friend of the show, know, she is. She 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 she's a big fan. You know, she 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 sent us this topic for us to talk about. Okay, it's we can't just disregard that. It's not about horses. Okay, bits fine. Of wire versus your love life. Bits or lack of wire thereof. versus my love life or lack thereof. Right. I I'm, feel like there is a. A puppetry angle we're not exploring here. I mean, bits of wire are used to, for example, make Kermit the Frog's arms move. They might be little, like, metal rods or wood or something, but let's just assume they're bits of wire. Well, that's interesting. I'm sure bits of wire come into play at some point. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, you gotta get that that head to hold its shape. Yeah. I would not be averse to uh, spending some time with a lady puppeteer. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You know, I mean... Elaborate on that a little. What's to elaborate on? It's a lady puppeteer. I mean, that's the hottest profession of all. I mean, <laughs> okay, all right. That's just that's just science. <laughs> no, but I, I'd like to hear a little more about about why you love lady puppeteers so much. Why do I love? La- What's not? To- okay, okay. I guess you don't. 
Well, no. Just, okay, this is less universal than I thought it was. For, for the right. sake of the conversation. I mean, go on. Just, because on one hand, okay. So this is your... To send your love letter to the Lady Puppeteers. Right because, here. okay, on one hand, yes, she's creative, artistic, likes to make stuff. Good you quality. Know, probably good with a glue gun, which is always sexy. Useful, sure. And instead of channeling that into gluing garbage together and calling it a sculpture or something... Pretentious. She is channeling that into... You know, making little talking owls. Yeah, okay. Owls, you know? It's got a charm to it, I suppose. Yeah. You know, you're hanging out, and you're like, you know, oh, hey, honey, what's up? And she's like, I made a, a, a puppet. And it's like, oh, thank God, I like those so much better than children. Well, I can't yeah. dispute that. See? Sure. You know, I mean, why fill your house with children who need to eat when you can fill it with puppets who can be put into boxes when you don't want them around? That's true. Yeah? That's true. Puppets don't need to be entertained when you'd rather do other things. Yeah. Sense. Puppets are here to entertain you. That's right. Yeah? You could have a little puppet conversation. She could teach you the puppeteer's art, and uh-huh. you could perhaps collaborate on puppet projects. Okay. You know? I mean, you could kind of... You could do a kid show together or something. You could do a saucy adult puppet show together. Right, right. You know? Um, Blumpkin the Clown could incorporate a puppet into his act. Yeah, no, Blumpkin is not allowed to come near any lady puppeteers I'm dating. That's fair. Because Blumpkin's He's... raw animal magnetism is just too overwhelming. Blumpkin's a bit of a cock block. That's a word for it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Blumpkin is a, a user and abuser of, you know, women, men, really anything that he can fit anything into. It's just... That's horrible. <laughs> look, that's... Look, I don't control... Blumpkin the Clown. No. Or his omnivorous sexual appetites, okay? <laughs> oh, God, I'm just starting to remember the New Year's party. Holy shit. Um, okay, so. Yeah, no, that was a. No, that wasn't where I wanted to be that night. But. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. But, you know. But, all right. I, I mean, because puppeteering in general uh-huh. is an underappreciated form, it's written off as kid stuff. Or it's sort of written off as a very, very much a niche market. You don't see a lot of puppets in museums, and yeah. when you do, it's like you know, oh, these are some shadow puppets that are from some country that's not around anymore and haven't been used in six hundred years. They're in a display case. They're not doing anything. Puppets don't belong in a museum. You know, puppets are out there getting beat up, getting you know crazy. Dealing with people up close and personal, going to parties, and you know, little kids on Sesame Street are smacking them and yelling at them and stuff. Okay. Flapping their arms around. Grover's probably had to replace those arms so many times. I don't even know. <laughs> you know, I mean, like that's probably part of why you can buy that material that's like Muppet skin because they probably have to replace Muppet parts all the time because puppets get out there. They live. You know, painting just hangs there. True. Okay. So what you're what you're saying is your your ideal. Woman, your ideal romantic mate is a, a, a lady who is a puppeteer, who makes puppets, who performs with puppets, who appreciates puppets. I'm saying I would not be averse to that. Okay. Because yeah, well, all right, ladies. I mean, and I think I would like to perhaps have her, you know, school me in the ways of the puppeteer as well. Uh huh. Perhaps like I could write and she could direct. You know, I mean, there's a whole world of things we could do. All right. Well, if any of you uh, ladies listening to the show are avid puppet people, Johnny's here. Send us an email. And that's puppeteers, not not puppet fangirls. I don't need any of that. Right, right, right. you got to be a legitimate puppeteer.
puppet artist. Puppeteer. You puppeteer. can say You can just not say puppeteer. Word. Okay. It's not a dirty word. Right, right. I didn't want to offend, but... Sure. No, I mean, perhaps there was a time in the 80s, you know, where they were trying to branch out. You know, they were, they were calling them... I, I'm sure they came up with some kind of puppet equivalent of a graphic novel, but, you know, puppeteer's not a dirty word anymore, you know? It's, all right, all right. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, we could we could just have a little puppet adventure and steal a Wienermobile. Wienermobiles. Again, you, you're going to... Oh, God. Not yeah, again. What? what? Again what? with the fucking Wienermobiles. What do you mean, again with the... Okay. Okay, the Wienermobile... Is a symbol of all that is good and pure. Okay. It's okay. Not, yeah. Like you don't understand what a profound experience it was for me seeing two Wienermobiles at once. Day in, day out, it's like with this guy. It's like, hey, I had a cupcake today. It was as delicious as half a Wienermobile. You know, it's like that oh, is, that is how I measure. Happiness, you know. You do. That is your entire scale of life now. Is just yeah. in wienermobiles. One wienermobile is pretty happy. Two wienermobiles is like best ever. Everything in between is in between, yeah. and like three wienermobiles is like the equivalent of getting to go to the moon. Like that's how happy I would be if I saw three wienermobiles. Well, that's stupid. The moon. The moon is amazing. You got to get on a fucking rocket ship and go into outer space to get to the moon. Okay. Well, look. Given the choice. Uh huh. Someone from the government comes here right. right now says, Johnny, we're giving you a choice. You can see three Wienermobiles at once, or you can go to the moon. Because that totally happens, yeah. Look, just let me have this, okay? Go on, go on. He gives me that choice, yes, I pick the moon. Okay, good. But that's because, A, that's not <laughs> something I'm going to get to do in civilian life ever. You know, there's still a chance I'll encounter three Wienermobiles just on my own. And B... If I go to the moon, I'm the first guy to go to the moon in, like, 40 years then, you know? So I come okay. home, I'm a hero. Uh-huh. I get a parade. I get, to, I get to pick what's in that parade. And if I don't, you know what? Fuck them. I'm going to pick what's in that parade. And I'm going to say, I want three Wienermobiles in that parade. I want them right in front of my float so I can have visual contact with them for the entire parade route. You know, because I'm the guy who went there. I'm the guy who went into space. I'm the guy who walked on the moon. I'm the guy who fucked that moon weasel. I am the guy who went up to the sun and kicked it in its balls. Okay? So when I come back to Earth, if I want to see a whole fucking fleet of Wienermobiles, who are they to deny me? They'll be like, who are you? I'll be like, I'm the guy who fucked the moon weasel. They'll say, you're the guy? You're that guy? I'll be like, shit, yeah. Okay? So... Like, they'll be like, oh, I remember when that happened. Yeah, you do, because it was amazing. Now, give me that Wienermobile. Give me, give me a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. That's, that's, that's what'll happen if I go to the moon. Going to the moon is my ticket to as many <laughs> Wienermobiles as I want to see or drive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Think about that. You ever drove one? No. No, you haven't. No. Given the choice between driving the Wienermobile, driving the Zamboni, Wienermobile... All right, that's fair. Given the choice between driving a Wienermobile or a Zeppelin, Zeppelin. But um, it would okay, be a close race. All right. So um, to summarize, um, uh, if you, uh, any of you listeners out there, happen to be a lady who is a puppeteer and has a day job driving a Wienermobile, um, the man that you are destined to marry is sitting across from me at the table here. Um, for everybody else, um, 
That's Bits of Wire versus Your Love Life or Lack Thereof. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, no. And Wienermobile versus Giant Fighting Robot, okay? Now, does the Giant tri- Fighting Robot transform into a Wienermobile? Because if it does, I have found my car. Huh, yeah, okay. think about that. Wienermobile, <laughs> that's also a Transformer. I can't think of anything better than that. Okay. So, boom. Yeah. All right. Somebody get to work on that. Wienermobile, that's also a Transformer. What? Yeah. Do it. Okay. You were saying? Yeah, anyway, um, so if you're a lady puppeteer who drives a uh, giant fighting robot transformer wienermobile and you're looking for a husband... It could just be a regular wienermobile. That's, this, that's is, fine. this is the guy. He yeah. may or may not be picky about any of this. Um, but, uh, yeah, so um, that's all the time we have for this week. It sure is. <laughs> So, yeah, you know what? Um, Whatever. You know, those... I, I've said what I need to say here, okay? I've talked about the, the mobiles and the joy they bring to this world. And if people don't yeah. want to accept that... Sure does like to talk about Wienermobiles. You know what? If people can't accept that, yeah. then fuck them. Okay. So, yeah, no, I'm um, out. We're done here. Email us at topicsatthebeak.org. Send us a topic. It doesn't even have to be a topic. You can send us questions and shit. Yeah. We'll, we'll read it on the show. But if you do send a topic, um, send one that we understand. Or the show's going to be like this again. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we we uh, hope you uh, enjoyed this very special episode of Breakfast with the Beak. Brought to you by Blumkin the Clown. Brought to you by Blumkin the Clown, who is going to probably want his 20 bucks in balloon back. No, fuck that guy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll kick yeah. his ass. Yeah. He's a little pansy-ass clown. Yeah, he's a clown. Man. He's going to, oh, I don't want to smudge my makeup. Whatever. Fucking pervert. Yeah. Christ. I don't know what that guy's problem is. So, indeed. That balloon doesn't even look like an animal. No. No. Yeah, anyway. All right, have anyway. a good breakfast, everybody. Until next time, play it for Grandma. Right. Right. <laughs>